Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Welcome back, everybody. Happy October to you and happy fall. I hope everything's going well for you today. Um, Generally on a podcast, I like to look at a topic. Today, I want to ask a question. And it's kind of a question that's a little bit sticky, a little bit tricky to answer. And the question is this, is Christianity a religion of works? You heard that right. Is Christianity a religion of works? And probably that has some of you feeling nervous already. But uh, I think this is a necessary thing to look at because we are in the book of James in our Sunday sermons. And James, if you're familiar with that book, brings up two pretty classic passages on this idea of works that we kind of looked at one of them this past Sunday, and we're going to look at another one in a couple weeks. The one that we looked at already comes from James chapter 1, where it says in verse 22, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. So that's passage one that brings up this idea of how important it is to do works. The second one is going to come from chapter two that we're going to look at in a couple weeks, but I'll give you a little bit of a teaser and a trailer. And I'm sure you're familiar with this passage, but it says in verse 14 of James 2, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. And this pet, this Sunday, this coming Sunday, we find ourselves right in the middle of these two passages, and we're going to look at the sin of partiality from James chapter 2, which interestingly enough is something that we need to do. And it had me thinking on this question. And I hear this all the time, and maybe you guys have heard this before too, in Protestant circles, that Christianity is not a religion of works. And I'm going to be honest, I've been in Protestant circles ever since I was born all my life. And that, that basically means we, we don't hold to Roman Catholic doctrines. We are on the other side of those things. And you remember the Reformation with Martin Luther kind of started this whole thing that we now term the people, the churches in our circles, Protestants, which basically is a long word for protest. We protest the Roman Catholic doctrines, or we did, on the fact that we believe faith is what saves a person and not works. That was the hot button issue, one of the hot button issues that Martin Luther brought up during the Reformation. And now as Protestants, we are, we are very anti that anti-works-based justification. But I believe that's different than this saying that I hear quite often in Protestant circles that says Christianity, (laughs) excuse me, Christianity is not a religion of works. And I want to think about that question today because these two passages in James kind of make that tricky, kind of make that statement tricky. And I want to think about that today. Um, if you guys are following the news right now, it's it's an election year, which wouldn't shock you. It's it's all over the news and the media. It's all over Facebook, and it's election year. That means in a month or so, we're going to vote on the new president of the United States. Uh, 
And that means we are now listening to debates. There was a debate on a couple days ago, and and, uh, there's going to be a couple more, I guess. This is the time of year where candidates get up. And we have President Trump, we have Joe Biden, and they get up and they basically tell you what their plan plan is. Well, at least they try to. This past debate didn't go well, but (laughs) that's what the candidates' jobs are, to stand up and to tell you what their plans are, what they plan to do, their strategies, what they will do, what they won't do things they want to target, and we're all supposed to go, okay, yeah, I believe you, and then we go put our vote next to someone, and, and you know, the rest The rest is history, and that's basically what's going on right now, is is talk, a lot of talk, a lot of talk, in fact, if you saw the last debate, it was too much talk, and what I, what it proves to us is that it's easy to talk, but it's hard to back up, isn't it? It's hard to do. The talking even for introverts, comes quite easy. What comes very difficult is the doing. And that's what I want to talk about today because I believe Protestants specifically struggle with works. We struggle with doing. And there's two reasons we struggle with doing works. Number one is we don't believe it's necessary. Or maybe even a strong, stronger way to put it is we don't believe it's right. We are so contrary to Roman Catholic doctrines that we have um, a bad connotation with the word works. We don't like the word works. It's it's icky to us. It sounds bad. It sounds anti-Christ. It sounds anti-grace. And so when we hear the word works, we kind of like recoil and go, oh man, that's, that's Roman Catholic thinking. But the book of James is in the Bible. And it's not just the book of James. If you read the entire Bible, you'll see this concept come up time and time again that we are supposed to do. We are supposed to be about action. We are supposed to be about love and and things that matter for holiness and not just about talk like a politician who gives you a big game plan then doesn't back it up. But work seems secondary to Protestants. To the Roman Catholics, at least from our perspective, whether we've seen it up close or not, we have this idea that Roman Catholics have a perverted view of works. So they attach works onto their justification and therefore they kind of earn their way into a right favor with God, and then Martin Luther kind of stood against that, and now we think all Roman Catholics think that, whether they do or not, and now we we all hate that. We hate that doctrine. We hate that. We think that's a perverted, false doctrine, and so we believe that the only way to find right standing with God is through faith without works, and we have doctrines called Calvinism and the points of grace where basically we are saying that, that uh, it is faith alone without works, and we find that from passages like Ephesians 2, which does say that, that faith without works is what justifies a person before God, because he doesn't want anyone to boast. He doesn't want anyone to pat themselves on the back and saying, listen, I earned my way to God. I found favor with God because of what I did, and that is a right doctrine. But again, I think it's different justifying ourselves with works versus a religion of works. I think that's a very big distinction. It's a very tragic mistake if we blend those two. Because the question today is not, are we justified by works? Which, in another podcast, I should handle that properly. But I would say, candidly and openly, we are not justified by works. We are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Savior, not Jesus plus me. 
not 90%, not 95% Jesus. It is all 100% Jesus Christ who saves a person, okay? It's it's very much like an illustration of someone who is drowning, who is dying. I mean, even Ephesians 2 says it's beyond that. It says you were dead in your sins. So a dead person can't have any involvement in their salvation, can he? He's just dead. <laughs> so if a person resurrects that person from the grave, like actually happened in the scriptures, Jesus did it to Lazarus. Lazarus didn't have any involvement in that. He didn't nod his head. He didn't, you know, squeeze Jesus' hand. He didn't wink at him. He didn't say yes. He didn't do anything. He just laid there dead, and Jesus came up and he resurrected Lazarus, which means Lazarus had no involvement. Jesus gets 100% of the credit and the glory for Lazarus's new life, and that is the doctrine of justification by faith. Okay, so we understand that. I hope we understand that. And we hold to that at Wyoming Valley Church, okay? We are not polluting the doctrines of grace or the justification by faith in Christ without works, okay? What we're talking about today is, are we a religion of works? And that question is different in its practicality because a religion is basically what you practice, okay? That's really what it is. A religion is what you practice in your spiritual beliefs. And... Protestants struggle with works. We really do. We we don't know what to do with them. We hear it in the Bible from time to time, and as soon as we hear in the Bible, we recoil. But Scripture quite is quite clear in this fact that works are basically the offspring of belief. Okay? Belief and works, we kind of look at them like they're opposed, like they're two different people, like you have to pick one or the other, kind of like Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Well, which one do you want? And Protestants are like, well, we want faith. And we believe the Roman Catholics are saying, well, we want works. But faith and works in the Bible are a team. They're on the same team. It would be like President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence. Okay, it wouldn't be Trump and Biden. It would be Trump and Pence. They're two people on the same team. And really, and you look into scripture, faith and works, they're on the same team. They're not opposed to each other. You don't have to pick one. By picking one, you're picking both. Like if I go to the polls in a month and, and put down a little circle or a check mark for President Trump, I'm also picking Vice President Pence, okay? And I, if I do the opposite, which I don't know if you can do this, but if I put a circle or a check for Pence, I'm also picking Donald Trump for president. When you look in the scriptures, it's that way with faith and works. When you pick faith, you're picking works. And when you pick works, you're picking faith because they're a team, now, again, I told you scripture does make a distinction between faith and works as it involves our justification, okay? He wants you to know that belief comes before works, okay? So when you believe in Jesus, you're justified, and that's before the works happen. That means that 100% of you is justified by faith, and the works haven't come yet. And that's kind of where we fall off the horse when we go, okay, see, See, works are bad. Works are icky. We don't need works. Let's punt works because it's justification by faith alone. We find a right standing with God by faith alone. The problem is, is that works are supposed to come in right after that. Right after you're justified by faith in Jesus Christ, works come in and say, okay, here I am. Get at me. Let's do me. Let's, let's be about works. Let's be about holiness and love. And Protestants fall off the horse there and go, no, 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 no. We're justified by faith, which means we don't have to work. The Catholics are the ones who have to work. 
and we're the ones that don't get to heaven by any involvement of our own. And again, that's, that's a wrong thinking. You don't see that in Scripture. Scripture says you do have a role in your sanctification. And that word means your Christ-likeness, your maturity, your growth. The ways that you please God, you have a role in that. What you don't have a role in is waking yourself from the spiritual dead. Jesus does that 100% by himself. The people that have blessed my family the most over the course of 11 years of marriage with my wife are people that have done things for us. We get encouragement from time to time. People come up and say nice things about us. But if you ask me the question, who are the people that have blessed my life the most? I'd have to say those who did profound things for us. And I could list them if I needed to, but I'm even thinking of a recent one where some family came along and said, hey, we see you're hurting in this area. We want to help. And they didn't just say, we wish you well. They said, we're going to do something profound to help you. And they, and they did an enormous action that blessed our family. And it's proving the point that talk without action isn't good enough. And James is bringing that up two different times, more than two. But he's bringing this up in two profound ways to say, listen, talk without action isn't enough. If you say you believe, but you aren't producing works, good works, obedience, holiness, love, things that involve sanctification, it's not enough. It's not enough to say that you actually do believe. Because works are the offspring of belief. In fact, I would say it this way, works validate your belief. If you don't have works, you don't know if you believe. And other people don't know if you believe. And God himself won't know if you believe. Because on the last day, it says in Romans 2 that he's going to judge us according to our works. And I know for Protestants, it's like, no, no, it can't be. He's going to justify us by our faith. But hear me out. When the scriptures say this, and it says it more than a couple times, it says we're going to be justified by our works. Excuse me. We're going to be judged according to our works. I need to say that clearly. We're going to be judged according to our works. What he's saying is, listen, I don't need to listen to your testimony. I don't need to look at the date in your Bible of which you were saved. Okay, what I need to do in order to know if you believe is look at your works, look at your actions, look at what you did, because what you did will validate what you believed. If you don't have holiness, if you don't have works of love, if you didn't cast off sin, then you didn't believe in Jesus Christ. You couldn't have. Because Jesus, when he saves someone, he makes them a brand new person, people who love holiness, people who love love, people who strive after holiness and casting off sin. So Jesus can completely judge us according to our works as a validation of our belief, not as a way of earning favor with him, but as a validation that we do believe. And it's on the other side as well. If he looks at your life and finds love and obedience and sanctification and casting off sin. There's only one way that's possible that you believed in Jesus. So anyone that's able to do good works, works that God does, desires, works that please his name, the only way that's possible is through the power of God given to us by the Holy Spirit. And I know I'm getting quite doctrinal here and technical, but I need to talk about this today because this this fallacy that I hear in Christian circles is that Christianity is not a religion of works. Guys, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. There is no other religion. A religion without works is not a religion. 
A religion is action based on what you believe. Okay, even going to church is an action that we're doing based on the fact that we say we believe in Jesus Christ. Therefore, we think gathering is important. Okay, let me give you another illustration. My wife, she tells me she loves me a lot, and I like that. My wife will tell me that. She'll text it to me. She'll say it to me in person. She'll write little notes to me on occasion and say, Todd, I love you. And I like that. But you know why I like that? Is because my wife validates it with what she does. She doesn't say, I love you, and then I never see it. When my wife says, I love you, I believe it. And you know why I believe it? Because I can look at what my wife does for me, and I can see her love. So she doesn't have to say, I love you, but it it's good to hear when it's validated by works because I can see it and I can hear it. And God wants both. He wants not only to see it, but he wants to hear it. He does not want only just hear it, but he wants to see it based on your actions. And so when my wife does things for me and when she avoids doing wrong things towards me, I can tell my wife loves me. And if you would ask me the question, how do I know that you're, that Janine loves you? How do you know that? How do you know your wife loves you? I would say, because she does these things and because she avoids doing harmful things to me and because she's faithful and she's loyal and she perseveres with me and she stays with me. Those are the things I would give you as a resume of my wife's love for me. And what I'm basically telling you is works validate her love. And Jesus said in John 14, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, if you claim to love me, you will keep my commandments. And there's a lot more I could say about this, but I want to end this today by saying this. Protestant Christians listening to this, we need to stop protesting, okay? We need to stop protesting as the primary thing we are about as Christians, okay? The Reformation happened and it was necessary that it happened because there were a lot of bad doctrines out there in the so-called church and it was necessary and it had to happen and I'm glad that it happened because I don't want to be in anything that is contrary to Scripture. And there were a lot of doctrines back in the time of the Reformation that were contrary to Scripture. And Martin Luther and others had to stand against those. And I'm thankful that happened. But guys, we are like 500 or so years, 600, what is it, 500 years past the Reformation. And Roman Catholicism is still there. But here in Protestant circles, I'm tired of protesting. I'm tired of protesting because... I don't think we need to do that anymore. The Reformation happened. It's in the past. I think what you and I need to do primarily, I think there are times of standing against false doctrines. Please hear me. But I think primarily what we need to do as Christians is we need to start embracing the right relationship with works that the scripture screams at us. You know, hearing without doing is not good, James says. He says, faith without works is dead. And we like to nod a little bit and go, okay, I get it. Works are a little bit important. And James is going, no, they're not important. They're crucial. They're absolutely essential to your validation that you believe. And yes, faith has to come first. If you try to earn your way into favor with God, you're doing it incorrectly and you're never going to do it. You have to simply believe what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross and through his resurrection. But if you believe 
if you say you believe and God makes you a new creature, good works are now your job title. Now my job title. It's something we should be doing every single day of our lives. We should be looking into the scriptures, finding out what Jesus wants, finding out what Jesus did himself, and then doing that exact thing. And if we aren't, and if we won't, and if we can't, that is a very big tell that we might not be Christians at all. That's what James is trying to dig up and and claw up to say, listen, you have to have works. You have to have works. They validate that you believe. In fact, not doing something is tragic. And the way I want to think about this today is I want to I want to think about love because I think about the one overarching action that God gives us through Scripture. It's love. There are a lot of commandments that we need to obey, but all of them, Jesus taught us this, talk about love. They all talk about how to love the Lord your God and how to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And if there's one action that you and I need to be about every single day of our lives, it's love. Loving those around us, looking at the needs around us, and then meeting those needs if at all possible. That's what love is. It's words. It can be words. It can be words of encouragement and prayer and things like that. But, you know, even the scripture says, what good is it if someone is in need of clothing and food and you go by them and say, well wishes, I wish you well, I hope things get better for you, or I'll, I'll say a prayer for you on my way to work, but you don't actually help them. You don't give them anything. You don't give them food. You don't give them clothing. You don't take them out for lunch. You don't buy them groceries. What good is that? And he says it's no good. It doesn't bless anybody. Talk alone, as the election's probably going to prove to us once again, isn't good enough. We need someone to back up their words with actions, and that's what the scripture is speaking about. Is Christianity of religion of works? And I would say emphatically, yes, it has to be. There is no other religion. What we are not, just to make it crystal clear, is a justification of works. We hold to faith in Jesus Christ. He is our Savior 100%. He gets the entire credit and glory for raising me from the spiritual dead. But is Christianity a religion of works? Absolutely. And there's not even a question. If we aren't doing something today, according to what scripture has taught us, we're disobedient and maybe tragically not even believing Jesus Christ is our Savior. I know there's a lot more to say on that. I know that's probably fast and a lot to hear, but I, I need to say it because I, I feel like it's an elephant in a room sometimes with, with Christians to go, we're, no, we're not about works. We don't do works. We just study the Bible and talk about it. And I'm saying, no, it's not. That's not right. That's not true. That's not what the Bible says. Even Jesus Christ himself, listen, if he just shouted from heaven, I love you, well wishes, I hope you find your way to me. There's a heaven up here. It's fantastic. I hope one day you get payment for your sins. No, that's not what he did. Jesus validated his love for us by coming to the cross, coming to the earth to become a man and then going to the cross and dying for our sins. How do we know Jesus loves us? How? Because he said it alone? No, because he did something about it, something profound, something we will never be able to thank him for and pay back. But without that action, we aren't saved We can't find life with God. And now he's teaching us a lesson. Faith without works is dead. And hearing without doing is no good at all. Is Christianity a religion of works? It absolutely is. And I would encourage every Protestant Christian, every Roman Catholic Christian, if you first have faith in Jesus Christ and are saved based on that alone, 
to get at good works every single day of your life because it's a must for validation of your belief, for standing confident on Judgment Day, and for pleasing your God. I hope this is a blessing to you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.